and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? Okay, it is December 19th, and it is time to set your goals for 2017. There is just something so exciting about starting out a new year, isn't there? You know, it's a fresh new calendar. It's exciting to set goals and decide on what you're going to leave behind. It's also an opportunity to put a stake in the ground and decide that this year things are going to be different. It's an opportunity to reinvent if you want, to renew, to become something bigger, something different, or maybe more focused. You can have whatever you want in 2017. So here's a look at what we're going to cover today. First, we're going to take a little refresher on why goals are so very important. In our second segment, I'm going to reveal the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make when they set new goals. And lastly, I'm going to tell you about your special gift. Well, the first half of it anyways. But first, I want to start with a story. Okay, so it is the season of a thousand Christmas parties, isn't it? I don't know about you, but I get a little bit overwhelmed trying to see everyone and trying to fit everything in over the holidays. So I do my best to fit in what I can, and then I just have to say no to the rest of it. And I know a lot of people always get run down and seem to be sick over the holidays, and I just not having it. I'm not going there. So I am doing my best to proactively manage my energy. You know, years ago, I used to try to do it all and I would literally do three different events in one night. Isn't that crazy? So with travel time and getting around the city, it really only ends up giving you about an hour or less at each venue. And that's no fun, right? So I made a decision to no longer double book and no longer triple book myself. It just didn't feel right to be that rushed. Now, there's one thing that you really need to know about me. And I don't think we've ever really talked about this. And I think it's time that I really share this with you. It's something that I've known for a really, really long time. But only in recent years have I really been vocal about it. And when I tell people, they usually nod their head in quiet acknowledgement because they've sort of put the pieces together on their own and they figured it out before I had to tell them. But other people, I just drop the bomb and I tell them straight up before it gets awkward because I just can't take that disappointing look that they have on their face. Now, I am a pretty, I'd say, pretty confident person in most areas of my life. I know what I'm really, really good at, and I know what my strengths are. But what you need to understand is that I have the world's worst sense of direction. 
I do. I really, really do. And I know that we all have certain things that we're not good at, and I'm perfectly okay to admit this, but I don't understand it because I have such an incredibly strong conscious intelligence and intuition, and it gets stronger and stronger every day. And to me, navigating or understanding how to get around the city or traveling is really the same thing. You're using your intuition, right? But it doesn't translate for some reason, and I don't understand. And the funny thing is that I actually have people all the time on the street ask me for directions, and I've actually given people the wrong directions, and then I felt so bad I had to go chase them down after the street and correct it. You know, it's at the point now where when someone stops you on the street and says, can you help me? I actually have to look at them and in the eye and say, no, I, I can't. I really, really can't. I can't help you. I wish I could, but I can't. You know, we can try to figure it out on my phone and put it together, but I just do not have a sense of direction at all. Well, that's not true. I do have a sense of direction, but it's always wrong. It's always the exact opposite way. And I'm going to tell you this story for two reasons, because our topic today is about setting goals and getting clear on what you want is so important and critical to getting where you want to be in life. And you have to have clearly defined goals in life or else nothing will ever change. It's kind of like getting into your car and going to your friend's house. You have your address maybe written down clearly on a piece of paper, but you have no idea where it is. But you have GPS in the car. Sweet. The GPS is magic. It's this magical entity that takes you anywhere in the world you need to go and you don't have to have a sense of direction. It will guarantee to get you to where you want to go. You don't have to know how to get there. You don't have to have ever been there before. You just simply have to have the exact, exact address of where your friend lives. And is it enough to have the address written down on a piece of paper? No, you actually have to take action and enter that address into the GPS or the GPS will not know where to send you and how to spit out the directions. Well, this is kind of like how goals work. You can't just have a rough idea of where you wanna go. You have to know specifically where you wanna go and you have to ask for help to get there. That's how the universe delivers. It's about getting specific about what you want. It's about getting clear and being precise. That is the power of setting goals. It's not enough to know that you kind of sort of want to go somewhere different. You have to have the specific destination. Now, the second reason that I'm going to share this story, this juicy story that I'm about to share is because it importantly identifies roles and how we need to be really clear on what our roles are and what other people's roles are. Here's a story. So this story took place around seven years ago. I was on a ski trip in France and it was a trip that I joined through a meetup group. So I didn't know all the people that I was traveling with but I did get to know them really quickly. And we started out as strangers, but we quickly became friends. 
And our first day on the slopes, one of the more experienced guys quickly stepped up to be our navigator and really get us across the mountains. And I say mountains because it is quite literally a mountain range. You know, I first started to snowboard in BC and I was used to a single mountain or maybe two mountains, but the Alps are very different. They don't always name the individual mountains because it's just too vast. And some of the places that I travel to, like in Italy, you have to be careful because when you go down one side of the mountain, you're actually going down into a completely another country, which really wreaks havoc on your cell bill with all that roaming. But I digress. So the other girl on our trip, Nicola, and I really caught on to this uh, new friend's superior navigation skills, and we nicknamed him the captain. And we proceeded to tell him that he had just secured himself a job for the rest of the trip to navigate us. And I don't know if he was really 100% sure that he wanted the job, but we were. We were sure that we wanted him to have that job. And, you know, there's a lot of other aspects of traveling that I am really good at, but navigation, not one of them. So... Every day he would ask us where we want to go and every day we'd tell him that we didn't care, that we were really easygoing and he could go really wherever he wanted and we would just follow. Well, by day three, we were sat in the chalet one day at lunch and he was planning our route for the afternoon. And he looked at us and he said, do any of you even have like a clue where we are on this map? And I thought, no, of course not. That's your job. You're the captain. Our job is to pick the restaurant, to provide witty banter, and be entertaining. We're not involved with the navigation. That's your thing. And that was his job that we gave him way back on on day one, right, when we gave him that role. And he was completely gobsmacked because none of us knew where we were on the mountain. But here's the thing. If he hadn't agreed to navigate for us, then I would have stepped up and tried to pay attention. I'm sure all of us would have. But because he had agreed to do it, the rest of us didn't have to struggle to do it, right? So this is his role. We trusted him. And quite frankly, I think it's not efficient for two people to have to do the exact same job, right? A very wise man that I know once said, too many cooks in the kitchen spoils the broth. And I would have to agree. I'll be honest, I'm clearly not good at navigating or with a sense of direction, but boy, am I ever good at setting goals. And I think setting goals is literally the coolest part of the year. You're setting up something brand new. And, you know, the goals that we track and measure are always, always, always more successful than the ones that we don't. That is the truth. And deep down inside of you, you know that that's the truth. The things that we write down, the things that we quantify and track and measure are always more successful for a few reasons. First, it allows us to be specific about what we want. And the more specific we can be, the more the universe will rush in to help us create what we want. The easiest example is to say, you know, hey, I want more money. 
okay, great. And that's a really common goal that I hear from people. But when you say you want more money, the universe doesn't know how to interpret this. What if you find a quarter on the floor one day? Well, that's technically more money, right? If you're not specific, it usually means that either you don't know what you're working towards or you don't actually believe that you deserve it. Am I right? Let me say that again. If you're not specific, it usually means that either you don't know what it is that you're working towards or you don't actually believe that you deserve to have it. Now, the other reason that goals are so very important is that it makes us conscious about what we are working towards. You get clear on where you need to put your time and attention. Entrepreneurs often struggle with time management, and this is normal because there's so many different things that are vying for your attention. How do you know where do you put your time, right? Well, a declaration about what you're going to achieve, that is a pretty good indicator of where you're going to have to spend your time, isn't it? Writing things down is such a powerful way of indicating what you want. And when you see that goal there in black and white, with a measurable output and a clear deadline, well, it becomes pretty clear what you need to be spending your time on, doesn't it? But don't take my word for it. Let's hear from some very powerful leaders with some inspiration. First, a quote from Jim Rohn. Set goals not for the accomplishment of the objectives, but for who you will become in accomplishing them. Second, from Brian Tracy, goals are the fuel in the furnace of achievement. Oh, it's pretty intense. And the last one from Sir Richard Branson, my interest in life comes from setting myself huge, apparently unachievable challenges and trying to rise above them. Okay, as we head into our 2017 goal planning extravaganza, I want to make sure that you are going to be successful setting goals. So I'm going to share the biggest mistakes that entrepreneurs make when they set goals for a new year. Mistake number one, setting too many goals. Now this prevents people from focusing. Often when people set goals, it looks like this massive giant laundry list of action items rather than a list of strategic and clear goals. We think the more goals, the better. Now I'm gonna ask you to narrow down your goals to a list of five. Five big goals that are gonna really make an impact. Only five. (laughs) Because you have a finite amount of time and I want you to focus on what will have the biggest impact. Think of it like having a limited amount of water to give to your plants. Would you rather focus on giving 100 plants one droplet of water? Or would you pick five and give them exactly the amount of water that they need to thrive? Mistake number two, setting the wrong goals, setting should goals. Now, these are dangerous because should goals come from the head or the ego. As a coach, I know that whenever someone says the word should, 
usually means that their saboteurs are looking around somewhere very close. Should goals come from a place of comparing and trying to be like others? It usually means that you're forcing yourself to do something rather than to be passionate about it. And so your should goal really sets you up for failure because what do you think has a stronger likelihood of actually getting done? A goal that you're excited about or a goal that you're trying to force yourself to do? And mistake number three, not changing your behaviors or your habits. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. You can set as many goals as you want, but if you don't change the way that you do things, if you don't change how you operate, if you don't change what your habits and your behaviors are, well, then 2017 is probably going to look exactly like 2016. If you want things to be different, you have to do things differently. Remember, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. All right, it's time to reveal your Christmas present. Well, the first half of it anyways. Your goal setting course is now complete, finally. And you can register now to receive it. Simply go to thecorporateyogi.com slash goals and you can sign up there for the course. And because I love you and I appreciate you listening to this podcast every week, I have really upped my game this year. There is an entire workbook that goes along with the course, and there are five different videos that go with the course too. So I'm going to be with you every step of the way as you go through this course. It's broken into three different sections, reflecting, goal setting, and implementing. In reflecting, we're going to review what you did in 2016, and we're going to check in to see what worked and what didn't work. Secondly, we dive into the goal setting process and take a very focused approach to this. And third, implementing. Because after you've set these exciting new goals, I want to help you actually achieve them. And if you want to watch one video, take a break in between, you can do that. Or you can sit down and just binge watch every single video at once. It'll take you anywhere from about 30 minutes to about an hour to do the course. And I'm also going to live broadcast via Zoom on December 20th, 21st, and 22nd at 5 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to hang out with me and go through the content live, then we can go through that option too. I would love to see you there. I would love to hear your goals. I would love to answer any questions that you have and hear about your highlights for 2016. In the reflecting section of the course, we're going to go through and give your business a report card. And we're going to figure out what worked and what didn't work. And I've also included a really cool guided visualization that's going to help you extract the conscious intelligence from yourself about what you need to do to grow your business. And in the implementing phase, I'm going to walk you through the roles exercise and we'll start building out your virtual team. Pretty cool, right? 
I think so. So you can sign up at thecorporateyogi.com slash goals. Now, I've been running this goal-setting workshop every year since I started, and every year it gets just a little bit better, and I raise the bar just a bit. Now, the workbook this year is one that I'm especially proud of. Can I tell you why? Because you might be in it, and I don't mean just in spirit. I mean, you might actually literally be in the workbook. We have added an inspirational quote to the footer of every page. And as I started to pick out my favorite inspirational quotes, like the ones I read to you earlier, I put them down in the workbook. But then I also started to feature quotes from my community members, just like you, because I know that my success is directly because of you, because of my community. And I want you guys to know that I really, 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 really appreciate you. So check out this course. It is free. It is your gift for being part of this community. And it's going to be available online until January 29th. Then the content will be taken down. So head over to thecorporateyogi.com slash goals. You can take the course whenever you want anytime before January 29th. And you also have the option of dialing in with me for this live broadcast via Zoom on December 20th, 21st, and 22nd at 5 p.m. Eastern. We're gonna focus on a different piece of the course each day. And the second half of your gift is going to be available in January. So watch your email for that to arrive directly to your inbox. And if you're not already on the newsletter, please be sure to sign up so you don't miss out on any of these free gifts. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode on goal setting. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you'll ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.